All right, what's up, everybody? It's Keefe, the ghostcultman.com. Time for some energy. It's almost Friday. It's almost the weekend. It's Friday in the rest of the world. It's uh, Thursday night here on the West Coast of America. Greetings and metal hail. So all of you, this is our weekly rock and metal news show. where We bring you all the updated coverage from the world of rock and metal and some adjacent stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Uh, you know, it's been a tough start to the year, but I'm I'm jacked and I'm back and ready to rock. Uh, we were joking offline, uh, some friends of mine, that I should come on every week and give my uh, diabetes numbers. So I checked my sugar right before the show, and I'm holding steady at a 146. Still high for any average person, but uh, lower for me than it has been. Uh, so I'm keeping up with my meds. I'm keeping up with my medical checks. I'm keeping up with my diet and a little bit of exercise. I need to do better on that front. going to crack my Liquid Death Convicted Melon. Liquid Death is an affiliate partner. It goes cold, by the way. Thanks for being here. So this is where we do all the fun, all the fun things of the week. And I'm stoked to be here. Uh, as usual, uh, the best experience for this is on all the streaming socials. Uh, I will try to answer your questions. Brooklyn Miss is here. Thanks, Brooklyn Miss. Miracler is here. And, yep, good to see Auntie Moss Beast is here. What's up? I saw something pop up, Gabe, if you're still here. Effie Gold is here. Hi, Effie. Scooter, what is up? My regulars, my 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 uh, everydayers, we'll call you, my regular Ride or dies, and I appreciate you all. Uh, Gabe, I thought I saw something pop up on Bandcamp from you. I don't know if you put out some new music or something, but if that's the case, I'm going to get on it right after the show. I'm excited. Um, again, we are uh, happy to take some donations. If you've got any to give us, a super like, a super thanks, a super chat. Uh, you can buy us a coffee on Kofi. You can give us a PayPal donation. This stuff helps keep the lights on. Uh, I have missed a lot of time at work because of being in the hospital and illness. So we're trying to we're trying to claw our way back. So let's do this, Brutus. Get into the deck. 216 is tomorrow, Friday. It's time for the announcements. Uh once again we are sending love and not just thoughts and prayers, but actual hopes of donations from all of you and us. Sonia Ramos, a great guitar luthier from Florida who makes metal guitars for metal bands, is battling stage four cancer. And there's a GoFundMe, an ongoing GoFundMe to help with her extensive care. Um, and, uh, you know, we're trying to support her in every way possible. That link is going to stay in our link tree and our descriptions for a while. So if you can give anything, please do. Every little bit helps. And uh, yeah, Gabe, for real, uh, K.Jif is here. I hope I said that correctly. Um, you know, it's hard. I never, uh, I really, uh, I'm going to say again, some of this is my own fault. I have to take responsibility. And uh, I did not care for myself for a long time. And I'm paying the price now. Uh, it could be a lot worse. There were people in the hospital with me. They were saying, oh, ever since the pandemic Lovato, they have been seeing a humongous spike in cases of diabetes. I also have high blood pressure from being overweight and other things. My other numbers are all pretty decent. I don't have elevated bad cholesterol. I've lost weight many times in the past. Hopefully I can do it again. So a lot of things are in my favor. I'm not dead yet. What's up everybody on uh, 
dead millionaire word. Oh, dead million potato on uh, Instagram says dead millionaire is the best flavor of liquid death. That's the tea. I'm a big sparkling water person. Oh, scooter. I, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, best of luck with your struggle. Also, it is a struggle. Uh, and I'm, you know, everybody knows that I don't, I have insomnia and I don't sleep and I'm used to just staying up at night and like bunching on food while I write metal stories and reviews and things and manage the site as a co-owner of ghost cult. So lots of, lots of things, all the things we're trying to do all the things. Um, Anywho, moving on, best of luck to Sonia. We're going to keep following her story. Uh, can, the uh, dead, dead Millionaire is funny because they tried to call it Armless Palmer, which is what that tea, the liquid death went into teas last year. And one of their flavors is an Arnold Palmer, the classic iced tea and lemonade, named for the golfer Arnold Palmer. And apparently Arizona iced tea, who I was a supporter of for many years and drank a million 99 cent Arizona iced teas when you're broken down on your luck. Uh, an Arizona iced tea will do the trick on a hot day. They tried to sue Liquid Death over the copyright infringement because they technically trademarked the name Arnold Palmer as a drink. Bastards. IP law, I know it's important, and we're going to talk a bit about it in a little bit with the Aussie Kanye thing, but what a what a nightmare. And uh, so they called it Dead Millionaire. I think it's pretty great. Good job, Liquid Death. We'll always stand you. You know this. Uh, so here's some features. You know, we always start with some news, uh, not always the best news. Um, you know, of course, we have a newsletter, which comes out every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We send it out to our mailing list. Sign up at the link in our description. If you can't always make this show, if you can't listen to a podcast, if you can't follow all these metal news sites and rock news sites, we give you a digest every week. Not a huge one, just the most essential stuff. The New Music Friday. This show is a link. Big stories of the week. Major interviews we've done. We're going to talk about some of them now. Uh, Fierce Deity is here. What's up? Uh, and I know that uh, Gabe, Anti Mosbeast, you've also had your health issues. So, you know, uh, I've been, a lot of people are in my corner. A lot of people have been supporting me. I don't want to completely harp on it, but uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, so we have a newsletter every week. We're on all the socials. This is on Twitch right now. If you're, if this is your first time watching the show, Hook us up with a follow, a like, a subscribe. It does help, especially on YouTube and Instagram and a few other places. Twitch, uh, we really haven't broken a lot of ground there yet, but the show streams on Twitch if you're a Twitch person and you prefer that experience. Uh, you know, we're on Threads. We're on X. Uh, had some. I had an interesting... Uh, I'm going to talk about an interesting experience we had this week on X. So, you know, we covered 606 reviews of albums last year. And, um, you know, that's a lot. And they're not mostly underground. We do a lot of mainstream stuff. We have to cover the butt rock. John Pacala is here. Uh, Vermouth is here. I hope I said that correctly. You know, we cover a lot of underground bands. And some of the more predominant underground labels, we cover everything they do. Unless it's just, no, we don't have the room or the time. We don't have enough people hours to write reviews. So one of the big albums, one of my favorite albums that just came out is the new black metal album from Holder. Great band. They are headlining the Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. Oh, the the Decibel Tour, excuse me. And I think they're playing the festival. I have to double check. And, uh, you know, our reviewer at the site, who is one of our best reviewers, he's been with us almost the whole way, uh, a very long time. He's an, a great writer. And he didn't love the record. He didn't hate it, but he didn't love it. He didn't gush over it like everybody else is giving it nines and tens. And that's cool. 
that's cool. We don't really look at what everybody else does, but I was compelled to after this thing. And the label called out my writer on on Twitter of all things, X, whatever. Like, not cool. Not necessary. It wasn't a terrible review. He nitpicked a few things. And like, you know, you're going to get some bad reviews. Bands, you're going to get some bad reviews. Labels, you're going to get some bad reviews. And publicists get bad reviews. They don't like them. They don't like them. They don't support them. They don't want to share them. We know. We know. But we're still putting them out there because somebody went to the trouble to write it. We're not going to shelve it. Uh, you know, you get websites. Listen, if this was just my blog and it was all only stuff I like, I would review only the stuff I love. And it would be all eights and nines and tens because that's what I, you know, that would be my favorite music. It would be my blog, the Keefe blog, instead of Ghost Cult Mag. And so because it's other people, we don't really mess with their, you know, we edit them for, you know, grammar and clarity and things. But we don't change them radically if they don't, I don't agree with it. You know, I don't just change it. Um, a num let's say a grade. I know grades are arbitrary. You know, I asked a couple of interviewees this week if reviews even still matter. Do you read, Ben? Do you read reviews? I, I've asked that question to Gabe. Tomb Walker is here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, also, I would say that we have a reputation after 11 going on 12 years of being a very tough grader. So our eight is like a nine or a 10 from someone else. And our seven is not a bad grade, which is what we gave Holder. It's a good grade. It's a good album, above average, more than above average, actually. But like their label sought to take issue with my writer and like a lame burn, um, you know, and I didn't like it. I'm going to be real. We cover everything else by that label, and it's almost always bangers. So, you know, 20 bucks spin. I'm, I'm just going to go there. You know, DM me next time if you got an issue. Or to call, to talk to my reviews editor, Steve Tovey, in the UK. Don't, like, call out somebody on Twitter. That's some amateur shit. You're 20 bucks spin. You don't got to do that. You're one of the best labels in the world. And you don't really need another 9 or a 10 from us about Halder, who everybody is universally loving. And I really love the record. But our guy didn't resonate with him for whatever reason. That's fine. He's reviewed, you know, some of the best reviewed stuff on the site also in the past. So I'm just bringing that up. Moving right along and with a faster clip because we have a huge show to get through. Uh, you know, we're on all the things I said always. Also, if you're tired of social media, if you don't want to wait for a passive experience, hit us up on disc. We got a discord. We got a, a Reddit. You get a direct feed of all our content, all our posts, all our videos, all our social stuff. Um, I had a fun interaction this week where somebody pretty high up in the music world asked me about a Slayer meme we posted. And I was like, am I in trouble? What did I do? But uh, apparently it was like really get going around, making the rounds. So this is a Slayer meme we shared a few weeks ago. Bronson Arm Noise is here again. What's up? What's up? What's up? Good to see you. Thanks to everybody that's here and hanging out with us. Yeah, man, I, I don't understand. I understand like if a band doesn't want to share a bad review and we've had a few of those. I don't expect a label or a PR firm to get really excited about a bad review we gave somebody and quote it. Uh, sometimes an average review will still have very quotable good stuff about the band in it. Uh, and we don't normally just slaughter stuff. I know a lot of people love those websites that just slaughter the other the bands, like just kill them. And they love that style of review. We don't really do that. We don't do that. So yeah, Discord and Reddit if you want to skip all this social media crap. All right, on to the bad news, man. This this one's a gut crusher. Uh, this is uh, Damo Suzuki from originally, you know, best known for the band Can. 
um, you know, an inspirational, important music band. Uh, Damo, uh, legendary figure in music, avant-garde music, underground music, really innovated post-rock and drone music and instrumental rock and, and really has had a right down to like Elder is on tour with Tool right now. And they are a descendant of the music that Can made in a way. Um, you know, um, and even the records that we don't love. I'm trying to find a good position here for my other phone, by the way, so I can read the phone easily. I should have had this better. I'm, I'm still kind of messing with my desk setup here ever since I moved apartments last year. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's not even about it's not even about good or bad. We never say an album is just bad or just great. It's always many shades of gray. But Damo Suzuki, rest in power, very sad. And then this one was brought up to be my, my homie, Mike, if you're watching at home. What's up? Some people are watching on YouTube or YouTube TV or Roku or Fire Stick, Amazon, whatever. Uh, this is electronic music artist and DJ Radical Softness. Just found out they passed away today. Um, no word why. Pretty young person. Uh, with a huge following and on tour, basically, in Europe, uh, was scheduled to play gigs to this weekend. Um, very sad. Very sad. Rest in peace. Sad to hear it. Um, you know, very sad. But anyway, yep. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Let's see who else is out here. Let's see. Moving right along. I think that's it for the... Death notices. I saw this meme this week. This is really great. Every Beastie Boys song is like three little piggies, egg fried rice. I spot, I spot some girlies and they all look nice. True. Mostly true. Uh, I was at a bar last night, not drinking anymore, but I was at a bar with, last night hanging out with friends and I like three Beastie songs in a row came on the playlist and I was like, yo, they still go so hard. Uh, if you're in the New York City area, definitely get down to Stanton and Ludlow to that where Paul's Boutique was fictionally, the album cover building is fictionally. It exists in real life, but there's no Paul's Boutique. There's a Beastie Boys block now. It's named for them. There's a mural. And that's a really cool, if you're into photo ops in this weird disposable uh, Instagram world, um, it's definitely worth checking out. All right, on to some other stuff. The features this week. Uh, Scotty Heat the Tank Crimes. You might not know him, but you know the bands on his label. Ghoul, Necrot, arguably going to have the, the biggest death metal release of the year, possibly. Uh, Bat, which is a super group from guys from Municipal Waste, their side bands. Uh, death Chant, Dystopia, so many killer metal and death metal and hardcore and thrash bands. Not to mention they make killer merch and vinyl. Uh, Scotty's been running Tank Crimes for 20 years. He started doing zines and playing in bands and booking DIY shows in the Bay Area. And now he has this label. He is actually, the label is sponsoring the Brain Squeeze Tour, kicking off this weekend. Kicking, I think, kicked off last night. Municipal Waste, Necrot, Ghoul, assorted other bands. Scotty's on the tour. If you see him, say what's up to me. Super friendly. He's super nice. I met him once. I've interviewed him a few times. This is a killer interview. And he gives real wisdom. If you got a DIY band, uh, he gives a lot of wisdom about just the industry, the music industry, underground bands, how to make it, except, you know, et cetera. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear about your friend with cancer, especially a metalhead. Uh, Scooter, I'm so sorry. Uh, mother, nah. 
is here, as well as Jelena Taylor or Yelana. I'm not sure. Uh, good, good to see you. Um, you know, I am, I am, you know, really sorry for your loss. But Scotty from Tank Crimes. Oh, not sure what happened here. It looks like we might have lost the IG feed, and I'm not sure what happened here. Um, hmm. All right. Well, it looks like I lost Instagram. That kind of sucks, but uh, I will get it back to you guys. Let's see if it's back. Is it back? No, it looks like it ended. All right. Uh, well, sorry about that. Um, we'll re-upload it to IG when it's over, uh, but that is a bummer. But any case, oh, well. Um, I don't think I can get it to go back without derailing the show, so we're going to just leave it there. Uh, anywho, Scotty Heath. Yep, we're having trouble. Do 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 do. Consider making a new stream, but I can't do that without kiboshing this show. Anyway, moving along. We're gone. We're back. Uh, we also interviewed Pink Shift at Riot Fest. We're still rolling out our Riot Fest content, and uh, had a really fun interview. We were doing a batch of interviews at Riot Fest backstage, and. A security guy drove the golf cart into my spot where my camera was set up. Almost knocked my shit over. Traumatic, if you know me. Uh, and we all jumped in the cart and did the interview in the cart. It was fun as hell. Uh, it's just a short little interview. They're a real fun band. Um, and, uh, yeah, fun times. Uh, that's too bad because IG had been doing really well for us the last few weeks. I'm really sad. But, all right. Other interviews this week. Uh, this is I Am. Featuring members of Crowbar, Down, and Typo Negative. We had a Ghost Call Magazine podcast interview with Kirk Winstein. I've interviewed him several times. This was done by our awesome scribe and part of the reviews editor team, Tom Osman. He's fantastic. Great reviewer, great writer, great interviewer. It's a tremendous interview with Kirk where he gives the whole history of Crowbar and how they formed the whole history of I Am and how they formed the whole history of Down and how they formed and new music coming from all these bands. Amazing stuff. We got some more Crowbar news coming up soon, but this is a tremendous interview over at the Ghost Cold Magazine podcast. This show will be a podcast during the weekend. If you don't have time to watch the whole show, come back and check out the podcast. Word up. All right. Um, so, yeah, the uh, in a, other recent podcasts include the Keith and Stevie Power Hour, where we recap last month's releases and forecasts. The next month's releases, some of these other interviews this week will also be podcasts from YouTube over to the podcast realm. Check them all out. Also, also, we had a Q&A interview on the website from this is the Norwegian hardcore band Oberst. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, done by our scribe, Ralka Skedraseth. I hope I said that name correctly. Ralka's awesome, great writer for us in India. And she's super into black metal and death metal and hardcore. And she's got a real thing for these uh, European hardcore bands. Uh, I think she spent a bit of time in the area. And a uh, great interview with these guys. We released a video for them a while back. We premiered one of their videos. They have a new album, a recent album out. Killer band, you should check out. All right. Um, moving that right along also. Also, because I don't have enough to do, check out the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer Metal and Swearing, and also Seltzer when I can't drink a beer. We continue our series on Slayer. And for Slayer this week, for our episode number three, we are up to album number two, Hello Waits. 
which is really when Slayer becomes Slayer, uh, the way they sounded the rest of their career mostly. Um, fantastic record. I once had an ex-girlfriend, this is kind of fun, uh, who thought that Slayer was never better than Hell Awaits and they stopped being good at Rain and Blood. I was like, interesting hot take. I don't agree, but all right. Anyway. Uh, by the way, Mike, if you're watching this still, let Paul know that uh, I'm going to shout out his band later in the episode if you want to let him know over text. Uh, he's probably not awake. He's got little kids. Um, also, check out the Heavy Business Podcast here at Ghost Cult and wherever you listen to podcasts. I was a guest recently. I will be a guest again. They are run by C-Squared Music Marketing and PR, and they interview music industry professionals to teach your DIY band how to be a better band. It's pretty killer. A lot of fun stuff there. Um, anywho, moving that right along. Uh, also, also, in addition to you can sponsor this video podcast or you can sponsor our YouTube videos. If you want to hit me up, DM me, especially if you're a band or a label and you got something coming out you want us to promote, I'm okay with that. Um, we don't ever sell reviews. I will never take money to review a band, but if you want to sponsor something with us, we'll work out an arrangement. And also, we're part of the Lamb Goat Media Network. So when you see ads on our website, they are derailed the fucking show. You're tremendous. Uh, Mike, you're the dude. You're the man, dude. Um, we're part of the Lamb Goat Media Network. So if you're really looking for a big plateau, a big way to enter advertising for your band or your brand, check out lgmedia.com. We're part of that network with a bunch of other metal websites. All right, just one more time. Um, Sticker Mule, for all your die-cut sticker needs, they are an affiliate partner with us. If you sign up at the link in the description or our uh, short link in our bios, you get $10 off your first order with them. We get $10 off our next order. We don't use anything. We don't, we don't support anything. We don't actually love ourselves. Their number one business is die-cut stickers of all kinds, shapes, blocks, bumper stickers, whatever you need. But also, they do other kinds of merch. Look at these amazing ghost cult coasters there's our mascot culty right there so badass and uh these things are a tremendous uh, like a real fun keepsake and uh look at how cool this thing is super high quality really sturdy uh a perfect little coaster for your band as well as they make buttons we've bought from them and banners and shirts now all kinds of stuff sticker mule for all your sticker and assorted other needs of merch all right lincoln park linkedin park this is a hilarious meme uh, yeah. Uh, anybody who's looking for a job can relate. Um, I don't know how they made this, if this is, was an actual photo shoot or they superimposed smiley Lincoln park faces onto guys in suits rest in power. Yeah. Sorry, Brooklyn miss. I was saying, uh, for some reason the IG disconnected, um, I guess Streamyard has been having some problems. I will try to download the show and re-upload it to IG later. But thanks for being back here on TikTok. I appreciate you. We probably lost everybody else that was watching because you're one of the few people besides Scooter that would probably follow us over here. But uh, no, you know, no harm, no foul if you can't. At least we're here on the TikTok here. I didn't want to try to reconnect the IG at the risk of losing the rest of the show. All right, on with the rest of the show. It's time for the news rundown. Here we go. Uh, the big, f the here is the... Festivals, a lot of festivals got announced this week, so we're going to try to blast through this, as well as a lot of tours to follow right after. Um, Bloodstock Open Air announced a bunch of other bands. I believe I have it here. 
I might not. But uh, yeah, Bloodstock, you know, we're big fans. We've covered it every year of Ghost Cult's existence. And, uh, you know, tremendous, tremendous lineup this year. And here it is. It's Opeth, Architects, Bottomarth, Clutch, Malevolence, Carcass, Hatebreed, doing an anniversary set, Whitechapel, Flogging Molly, Enslaved, Deicide, uh, Night Flight Orchestra, Septic Flesh, Evergrey, Igor, Forbidden, Green Lung, So Many Killer, Bit Corpaclani, Satyricon, Special Set, Infected Rain, Combachrist as a recent addition. So a lot of Hell Ripper, a lot of killer bands. A um, lot of killer bands. Um, all right. Some comments were filtered to protect the experience on TikTok. You know, I'm used to people uh, shitting on me, so it's okay. Uh, so that's Bloodstock. Next up, Coalesce is coming out of retirement to play what is probably the final Furnace Fest. Uh, Furnace Fest at the Schlosh. I never know if I'm saying that correctly. Schlosh Furnaces in Birmingham, Alabama. Coalesce, killer band, historic hardcore band. Have not played a show in like 13 years. Were permanently broken up probably. They are now added to Furnace Fest. Probably more bands to follow. I, I would kind of like to get there, but I have a lot of stuff I'd like to do in September. So we'll see. Jerry's out. Uh, 70,000 tons of metal. Finished their uh, cruise uh, last month, and they have announced their dates for 2025. Crazy, crazy talk. Seems like yesterday was like 1990, and now it's 2025. January 30th to February 3rd, the world's biggest original metal cruise. All righty. Uh, this is a really cool festival. This is the Up in Smoke Festival. This is just got announced 10th anniversary taking place in October. I believe it is Czech Republic. Pentagram last. Oh, sorry. Switzerland last show ever in Switzerland for Pentagram. Not a big fan, to be honest, despite their history. Truck fighters. I'm a huge fan of Monolord. I'm a huge fan of Lowrider, Greenleaf, Great Band, Slomosa, Mesa, Incredible, Wovenest, Gnome, Cyclona, Gin, Tar Pond. Uh, and they're going to probably add some more bands. Uh, and I love this poster with the wizard and uh, hands and eyes, like very uh, um, Guillermo del Toro, right? Pan's Labyrinth. Fun stuff. Big fan of the horror. Uh, here's a festival. We are the uh, one of the official media partners for. This is the Electric Highway Fest. And I do have this poster handy. So I'm just going to read this off to you. Uh, added to the bill. Ancients, Dead Quiet, Lachinga, Buffalo, Budbuster, Empress, Flashback, Farm, Hombre, uh, Solid Brown, Set and Stoned, Narwhal, Owls and Eagles, and a bunch of other killer bands. Atomic Yeti, great name. I don't even know if they're good, but what a great name that is. I bet they're great. Uh, killer killer uh, festival here in Calgary, Canada. Canada. Uh, this is an, this is another one. This looks insane. This is a great hardcore festival taking place. This is Parade of Flesh presents the Not So Fun Weekend at the Mohawk in Austin coming up in about a month. Incendiary, God's Hate, Twitching Tongues, uh, Conservative Military Image, uh, Judiciary, and some other bands. And probably going to add some more, I think. Uh, Oh, so March 9th in Denton at Rubber Gloves and March 10th at the Mohawk, just to clarify. 
I don't want to get that wrong and mislead you. And then you get tickets and like, you said it was somewhere else. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Try not to. Oh, I'm catching up on these. Uh, what happened on IG, Scott? Uh, you know, my bad. Uh, yeah, Scooter in the house on YouTube, word. And also Gabe, sorry. IG shit the bed. Super sorry about that. Not sure what happened. And I didn't know how to put it back without kiboshing the whole rest of the show, which I did not want to do. Moving right along. Thanks for chiming in on YouTube. Feel free to, I appreciate your support. All my everydayers, no need to make a donation to us. But if you're new and you want to sub and hit that notification bell so you can find out whenever we go live or whenever we drop a video, usually a few every week, especially shorts every day with breaking news all the time. Some of it, which ends up in this show later when it's not breaking news anymore, but it's a recap. Uh, feel free to give us a donation, man. The greatest nation of all donation. Camp Punksylvania. We've been talking about them a lot lately. Have added a bunch of new bands, including a headliner. Their first headliner announced the Bronx. Killer band. I saw them last fall live. Amazing. Two more headliners to go. A bunch of other bands going to get announced. That takes place um, around the Poconos area, eastern Pennsylvania. Usually Labor Day weekend. Also, also Fortress Fest, just on the horizon there. Uh, Trypticon, Wolves in the Throne Room, bunch of black metal and death metal bands, super sick. Uh, Sound and Fury Festival, this is worth reading. They announced their whole lineup. I believe this is an alphabetical order. Oh, this is announcement number one. This is not the whole lineup, sorry. Uh, taking place in LA, July 13th and 14th at Exposition Park. So outdoors in the hot summer. Anxious, big boy, chat pile, clique. Or click, sorry, demonstration of power, distort, end it, killer man, fiddlehead, killer, full of hell, harm's way, have heart, reunited. We'll talk about them in a minute. Koyo, cruelty, come 99, or Kumo 99, sorry, one step closer. Are they named for a Linkin Park song? That's kind of fun. Out of pocket, prize horse, scarab, tsunami, twitching tongues, volcano, weekend nachos, back from the dead, playing shows, and weapon. Lot of killer bands if you love the hardcore. If you got a favorite hardcore band, drop it in the comments and tell me who is your favorite hardcore band of all time. I would like to know. Inquiring minds want to know. My favorite hardcore band of all time is Gorilla Biscuits. I saw them last year. I've seen them in tiny little clubs. I've seen them at CBGB's back in the day. I've seen them on a boat around Manhattan. I've seen them everywhere. Love that band. Love them. Nova Pepper Farmer is here. Hello. All right, Weekend Nachos. Uh, we had an interview with John from Weekend Nachos for his new band, Stomach, if you want to check that out on our YouTube, if you haven't already. Uh, I think I have a, a short clip of that video to run on Instagram, maybe tomorrow. It's We've been slacking. It's time to step it up. Um, I also worry about getting shadow bands. I think today we made like four posts on, on IG. I don't know if that's too many. I should know. I'm a social media expert. What I'm not doing goes cold. Slammaster Fest 4 has booked Impending Doom and a bunch of other bands. I can't read these illegible lo logos, but it looks like a lot of deathcore and death metal. June 8th at the House of Rock in Corpus Christi, Texas. A lot of Texas stuff going on this week. And speaking of Texas, one more, because why not one more for the pile? Ripple Fest has announced Legions of Doom. Legions of Doom is a stoner doom metal supergroup which in includes members of trouble and former members of coc and uh the skull and uh 
we were talking about them a little bit last week because uh, they announced their debut album and some other stuff. So I think that's I think it's fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Also, also, that's all the festivals. Remember concerts? They used to be awesome. Oh, Bad Brains. Well, I got some news for you about Bad Brains. You probably have already seen it, Scooter. Uh, Brain Squeeze Tour, talked about that earlier with my interview with Scotty Heath of Tank Crimes Records. Municipal Waste, Ghoul, Necrot, Death Grave. Uh, it's already underway. Hopefully, we're going to cover it this weekend. Waiting to find out if one of our New York area correspondents is going to go. Uh, I don't think Municipal Waste has played New York City quite a lot. I know Ghoul hasn't in a while. And Necrot is kind of doing this warm-up tour now that they've announced their new album. So this is the lead-up to their full, their new full-length re- release. Uh, yeah, Bad Brains, man. I love Daryl Jennifer. Um, some other issues. But generally speaking, I do love the Bad Brains. Um, once again, this is coming up soon. Hatebreed is doing a smattering of festivals and shows. Celebrating 30 years as a band. Uh, I love to tell the story about how I saw Jamie Josta get out of like his mom's Pinto and get dropped off at a show. And he kind of sounded like Mickey Mouse in a in a, like a white t-shirt, no bandana, just no, no stubble, even like 20-year-old, 21-year-old Jamie, and then hit the mic roaring for real. And what that guy has done to create a whole thing. A whole band, a whole scene, a whole label, a whole movement. I gotta tip your gotta tip the hat, the trucker hat to the guy. Shadows Falls on that show, so killer. Behemoth again, big spring tour, big live stream. Oh, minor thread I also love. Um, and I just interviewed uh fake names, which has Brendan Canty from Minor Thread also and Fugazi. So uh that was a thrill for me to talk to. Brian from Bad Religion and Brendan Canty. Oh my God. I was like, ah, I can't even. Uh, Behemoth's got a big live stream coming up in April. We've talked about that. I'm sure we'll promote that a, a little more coming up soon. And they got a big tour of Europe with Testament. Testament's going to be everywhere this year. If they get that record done by the summer, well, we might get it by the end of the year. Again, Go Ahead and Die, still on the road with Body Box and local openers. Go Ahead and Die is the band from Max Cavalera and his son, Igor. Uh, a little more immediate hardcore and a little bit of death metal and a little bit of thrash uh, and a nice welcome change up from all the Sepultura covers and, and other, and Soulfly, which Soulfly apparently is starting to work on a new Soulfly record also. So we'll find out about that soon. Cradle of Filth has announced a new leg of their tour. Uh, They are just touring, touring, touring. Uh, The Necromantic Fantasies Beyond the Pale 2024 edition Starts off in Copenhagen, Denmark, and will end, I believe, in Dubrovnik at Summer Breeze Festival. I could be wrong about that. Geography was never my strong suit. Pantera and Lamb of God are on tour right now in the U.S. Child Bite is going to be on one leg of that tour, and they have announced a short run of headline dates and clubs leading up to their joining the tour because you got to make it worth your while to do, you got to. You got to find, you can't just come out even for a tour like that where they're going to make nice money. You can't just kind of uh, get out there and just join up with a tour. You got to hit cities along the way so you can pay for the gas to get to the big show. Um, I'm sure some guarantees have been paid, but you know, it's touring is very hard right now. So get out there and support your bands. If if you're not going to see Pantera and Lamb of God, you can go see Child Bite. They're an amazing band. Go check them out. I'm a big fan. 
I hate God has announced European tour dates. The indefatigable I hate God. Turn trouble tables European tour 2024. Kicking off very soon. It looks like in Paris and ending in Helsinki. That looks like a very, like at least 15 to 20 dates. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right, all right. We mentioned earlier, have Heart back from the dead, reunited. They're going to do some festivals. This is pretty killer. This poster art is amazing. Uh, Tie Down Fest, I think that's Detroit. Outbreak Festival in the UK later that month. Sound and Fury Festival in Los Angeles in July. One show in Brooklyn with Speed and a few other bands and another show in Boston, their hometown. Also Speed and Gel and a few other bands. So that is a killer little mini tour. And I don't know if they're going to do more than that, but if you get, go see your bands, go see them while you can, uh, you know, go see them while you can. They're not going to be around forever. These bands. All right. All right. All right. Casket robbery. The homies have announced a, a little headline run. Still not on the West coast. Y'all I'm going to shake my finger at you. Casket robbery killer death metal band from Wisconsin. So brutal, so brutal. Not coming west, uh, but hitting the southeast and the Midwest again and the east coast. So we might try to get one of those shows covered, either Manchester or Brooklyn maybe. I will hit up the team and see who is around. Uh, also, New Jersey is not out of the realm of possibility. All right. Also, also Periphery has announced a brand new tour with Idola. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, Periphery still touring behind their recent album, Gent is Not a Genre. Uh, just hilarious. Um, just hilarious. All right. Uh, this is really cool. Boundaries and Orthodox are teaming up for a tour. Boundaries are pretty un, pretty ri a rising band, very underrated new band, newish. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing them. They might come this way. I think I might go. Uh, he, Vale and Maya had to cancel a show tonight in Pittsburgh because the PA caught on fire. Uh, you know, we've had enough loss of life at shows and, uh, the station fire still, I still remember it well. I wasn't quite a resident of New England at that time, but I was just about to move there when that happened in 2002, the infamous great white fire at the station in Rhode Island and, uh, Lost some people, friends of friends perished that night. And, you know, listen, man, if you're at a show and something looks uh, kosher, yep, I got O'Shea, you know, coming up in a minute. You know, if you see something out of step, when you go into a show, man, look where your exits are. Be aware of crowds. Be aware of unsafe situations. And, you know, listen, you know, no show is worth the loss of your life ever. Uh, show is so good, I'll risk my life. I don't think so. I don't think so. Title Fight's got some tour dates coming up. We always like Title Fight. Uh, don't be sorry. Be happy. Uh, it's all good, brother. Baby Clock, this is interesting. So, uh, you know, Def Clock announced a bunch of tour dates with the Dragon Force and Necrogoblicon. And then they announced this one-off, oh, sorry, two-off, <laughs> two-off shows in the Bay Area with Baby Metal, who are coming over for another round of festival dates and tours. And so Baby Metal and Def Clock are going to team up for two shows right here in my town at the end of April. So I might try to catch one. They're only doing the Bay Area, and then Death Clock is doing the rest of the country uh, with 
Dragon Force and Necrogoblicon. Never the biggest Dragon Force fan. I said that last week. People were mad at me. I was like, listen, I can't help you. I didn't love Guitar Hero because I actually play real guitar and bass. Um, it's okay. Um, there's like 10 shows that last week of April, by the way, in my hometown. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Crowbar, we talked last week about them announcing some tour dates, and they announced some dates for Europe. So again, Crowbar interview here at the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, and now a bunch of Crowbar tour dates. Uh, in Human Nature is opening these dates in Europe, which is pretty fun. Pretty fun band. Helmet, I'm super stoked for this. I don't know if you are speaking a hardcore uh, band with hardcore roots. Helmet, you know that our interview with them went to Blabbermouth and went completely viral with people absolutely losing their shit about Paige Hamilton dogging uh, former president Donald J. Trump. And uh, But Helmet, Look Left Tour, supporting their new album Left with opening support from Cro-Mags, which I think we might get a new EP or album from Harley Flanagan's Cro-Mags, uh, the only Cro-Mags now, speaking of hardcore. So I think that's a really good... I definitely saw Helmet open for Cro-Mags back in the day. So I think it'll be fun to see Cro-Mags open for Helmet. And if you get like a Cro-Mags, like a 30 or 40 minute set, they're going to play like 20 songs. Uh, Symphony X has booked a huge tour with Heathen. That's a lot of fun. I love Heathen. Symphony X, they're okay. Um, let me know if you're a big fan. Uh, Death Clock, right? Like uh, never thought they were going to come back. We were blessed with a movie and two albums last year, and there's more to come. Um, I'm, we may yet interview Brendan Small yet again. We have two awesome interviews with him on YouTube. And we might put out a supercut version of that complete interview soon. Shout out to Omar Cordy, who did that interview. Just to let you know, this tour is kicking off soon. Decapitated, Incantation, Nervosa. This is a real fun-looking tour uh, across Europe. That Decapitated tour is why Vogue Kielta is not on tour with Machine Head right now. Uh, just so people have been asking me. Oh, I saw Helmet open for Pantera. Um I had some Pantera fan attack me last month when I was like, oh, you know, helmet. Somebody was like, uh, you know, pretty much angry about the Trump thing and the viral stuff. And he was like, who is helmet? And I was like, listen, who is the laziest shit possible? You have the Google machine. You got your cell phones. You got tablets. You got laptops. You don't have to ever ask who. If you want to look up somebody, don't be a herb. Look them up and be like, oh, I don't know them. Let me go check them out. Or I don't know them and fuck them. But, like, don't be like, oh, like, they don't count to you. That's fucking dumb. You're dumb if you do that. Anybody, anybody out there. Um, Helmet has been copied and ripped off. Drum beats, guitar riffs, soul songs for, for time eternium. So, like, Helmet is one of the most important bands ever. I love Helmet. Uh, I'm a, definitely a biased fan. But, like, most people would agree Paige Hamilton's one of the best guitar players ever. Yeah, man, I'm just going to get hostile. No, no Pantera pun intended. Uh, death to All. We talked last week about this extensive Death to All tour. I just wanted to shout out these uh, two nights on this run of the tour. I think they're playing they're playing uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. And then this looks like a lot of fun. This is in New York. Two shows at the Gramercy Theater. I think it's the weekend of Maryland Death Fest. Scream Bloody Gore with classics from Leprosy and Spiritual Healing on May 23rd. And Sound of Perseverance, which I think they probably play the least of of all the death stuff, uh, except for special sets, with classics from human individual thought patterns and symbolic. Um, really cool. Really cool. And then I imagine right after that, DiGiorgio goes to Europe with Testament and he's busy all summer. 
Um, so death to all I've seen death to all twice and they were wonderful. And if you never saw death, I saw them once. Um, they're, they're really important. If you can't go, you know, Chuck is gone, but maybe you can, the music lives on. You can go support death to all. They have the blessing of Chuck's family. Uh, Paul Masvidal was originally part of death to all. And he's like retired from death to all to focus on cynic and his other projects. So he has, they have his blessing also all good. Dragon Force and Amaranth are hitting the road together. I think we talked about this a few, few weeks back. It's getting closer and closer. Thanks to everybody that's here on YouTube and TikTok. I appreciate y'all and everywhere else. If you're anywhere else. Also, also, Pro Fanatica, who has a new album coming out, released a gnarly music video. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't even. I was having a hard time watching it. I was like, oh, this is. Whoa, rough. Uh, but they have announced a big tour with Nunslaughter and Tombs. Tombs opening for Pro Fanatica. That's how big those guys are getting. That is already underway this week. And I think they're down south and then up through the southeast to the Midwest, Canada, and back down to Boston and Brooklyn. So we'll see if we can get that covered also. Um, yeah, fun times. Here is Scooter, your Oceano update. Again, Oceano uh, booking a big tour, celebrating an anniversary this year. Uh, I saw Oceano right at the start of their career. Really, really killer, impressive deathcore band. Kind of bordering on death metal. They never went all the way death metal, like Job for a Cowboy or Whitechapel used to be. Uh, but I, you know, Oceano, really killer shows, especially that Chicago show is going to be terrifying. You might get your shit. You're, you might get hurt at that show. Yeah, I mean, Symphony X is a great band. I just never loved them. I actually fell asleep at one of their shows, no lie. Uh, I'm not trying to diss. I'm just saying I did actually, in fact, fall asleep. There's photographic evidence of me, like, drooling into my shirt at a, at a Symphony X show. Um, this is pretty interesting. So Born Free, we were talking about this back at the end of the year. Born Free was a biker band that hosted a lot of metal bands in Florida, owned by... Uh, one of the former members of the band Crisis, who's a hugely inspirational death metal band from New York City in the 90s. And they closed the bar and there's a benefit show. They've been trying to get either enough money to reopen it or open it somewhere else. So there's a sister bar or a rival bar nearby, Crowbar, not to be confused with the band Crowbar. This is a venue in Florida, March 16th, for the benefit show to save their spaces. So this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bands. For a 2 p.m. matinee, 15 in advance, 20 at the door. Uh, you know, even if you can't go or you're not local, buy a ticket anyway. Help support this cause. Help support a good cause. All right, that's all. The, the shows, the festivals, the one-offs, the special things. Moving on to the major news of the week. That means the show is more than half over. And here we go. Ozzy, once again, in the news. Uh, I really hate, like I'm tired of talking about this Kanye thing. Uh, long story short, Kanye asked to sample a live version of uh, an Ozzy song from the 80s when Ozzy was not with Black Sabbath. Uh, Ozzy said no. Sharon said no. Uh, Kanye did it anyway. Apparently that's a pattern for him, taking people's stuff, thinking no one's going to sue him because he's wealthy. But Sharon is vindictive, and they have a lot, more, a lot of money. Maybe not as – I mean, they don't have Kanye money. Or Kanye money ain't what it used to be. Uh then Kanye weirdly clapped back and was like, look, they dressed up as me and my wife for 
Halloween, which is like, whatever, uh, you know, weird. I don't want to see Sharon Osbourne naked holding a pillow. I don't want to see, I don't want to see Ozzy wearing a, a black mask. not quite a clan hoodie like uh, Kanye likes to wear with his dumb Burzum shirts. Um, I'm going to show you how anti-Semitic I am by doubling down by wearing a Burzum shirt, which, you know, real metalheads know fuck that guy also. So then he takes the song off the record. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest Kanye fan, but I, what I know about him is he has been notorious for like uploading albums and then continuing to edit them and then re-upload new versions of tracks. Um, well, I'm getting like hate texts about my de derision of Kanye. Uh, and then Sharon was like, yeah, we're still going to sue because we told him no. And he put it on the record anyway. You know, you don't know how many people purchased that record. You don't know. You've got to hope it's not on a vinyl that's already in production somewhere and he's going to just have to pay them, but she's going to sue. They're going to sue and he's not going to settle. And this is going to be a problem for Kanye. He's already had a bad couple of years. So, you know, somebody in his circle, talk to this guy, get him on some meds. I don't want to see, I've had my struggles with mental health. I'm not making a joke about his mental health. I think he's very ill and not well, and he needs some help. And he's probably got a lot of yes people around him, yesing him and not, uh, not helping him. Which is a shame. It's a real shame. Anyway, uh, on to some good news. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their nominees. I, you know, this is I often say this is the most wonderful time of the year. It's the Grammys, and then it's the Hall of Fame back to back, and we get to bitch and argue about this. So Ozzy is nominated, and some of my fellow metal website brethren were mad that Ozzy's the only one nominated. Still no maiden. Still no Soundgarden nominated. Still no Alice in Chains. Never been nominated. At least Soundgarden was nominated. Iron Maiden has never been nominated. Granted, they're not an American band. Neither is Ozzy. He has lived here a long time. Um, and I think he's going to have a hard time getting in because the list is stacked this year. There are definitely some questionable artists, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but in terms of the rock bands nominated, Ozzy deserves to get in for his solo career. He's already in for Black Sabbath. Could be why they might not. You know, he's already in, so maybe they won't put him in separately. Uh, also, also, Jane's Addiction definitely deserves to be in. Lenny Kravitz arguably deserves to be in. Maybe he's a little derivative, but he's got a great career and a lot of big hits. Foreigner, I know a lot of people love them. Not a huge Foreigner fan. Peter Frampton, kind of a one-hit wonder to me, not a Hall of Fame guy. Oasis would be interesting to see them get in the Hall of Fame just so the brothers would have to like maybe show up and fight on stage. Uh, and that's all the met rock and metal bands. And then like Mariah Carey, probably going to get in Cher probably should have been in already. Dave Matthews band is horrible, but I'm sure a lot of people love them and want them in Eric B and Rakim absolutely need to be in. Rakim is arguably the best technical rapper of all time. Cool in a gang probably deserves to be in. Probably not going to get in a tribe. Cold quest absolutely needs to be in Sade. Love the voice. Couple of big hits. Not a Hall of Fame person. Hall of Very Good. And Mary J. Blige probably deserves to get in, but the chances of uh, Eric B. and Rakim, Tribe Cold Quest, and Mary J. all getting in, I'd be surprised. But the fan vote is open now, but as I often say, the fan vote doesn't count. It only counts for 1% of all the votes. So why even have it? Why even have it? Um, you know... We'll see what happens. Uh, if I, I would love for Ozzy to get in. I feel like he needs a win as a person. 
Uh, it'd be really lovely. Let's honor him while he's still alive, not when he's gone like we did with Dio, you know? Dio got all these accolades since he passed, and I'd rather Ozzy get that flowers while he's here. That's just me. Uh, here's an awesome picture of Tool. We just ran our review of Tool live in Phoenix, Arizona, arguably the hometown, home state of Maynard James Keenan. And uh, we got an interesting interview this week from Justin Chancellor of Tool, who says, we're you're not going to have to wait 13 years for a new Tool album. Probably not going to be next year because Tool has a lot of touring they booked, surprisingly. Uh, Maynard has that spring tour with Pussifer and A Perfect Circle and Primus. And then it's wine season again in the fall where Maynard doesn't do anything really from September to November because he's harvesting and cultivating and making wine. But maybe we'll get a new Tool release, an EP or something. Maybe Tool will do a series of singles. I don't know. You know, it'd be fun for them to uh, put a new release out in the next year or two. I think it'd be great. We, it, it's, uh, it is, a, we'll have four and a half years since Fear Inoculum. So it's almost five, but it's not quite 13. So I'll take it. I'll, I, I like the promising positivity. I want some new tool music. Don't you? I do. We go to our site when you're done watching this and read our review of the show and wonderful photos by Isabel Uzcategui, who is fantastic and a good friend of mine. Also, also last week after we ran our show in flames, put out a digital version of their album from 2023 Forgone with a brand new single and this alternate cover. They are about to hit the road with an excellent tour, uh, I believe, with Gate Creeper and uh, our homies in Creeping Death. So that's a lot of fun, and I'm very excited for them. And then they're doing all the festivals and stuff all year long. So good on you, In Flames. What else? What else? Here's Jason Momoa once again. Easy on the eyes, Jason Momoa. I don't know if you've been watching his HBO or Max, whatever it's called now, his show on the Rome a couple weeks ago, we told you about the theme song is Wherever I May Roam by Metallica. It's very on the nose. Also, also, he did a whole episode with Slash and the Gibson Custom Shop in London and hanging out with Slash and talking about Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver and Slash's solo stuff. And now he did another episode where he did both. He not only uh, spent time with Les Claypool and talked about making bases, with Les's base, current bass luthier, of course, the great and legendary Brooklyn bass maker, Carl Thompson, who's been making basses for 45 years. Guy's incredible. Uh, I played one once. I was like, uh, I can't afford this, but this is in, like, it was like playing butter. It was incredible. And then he also uh, did some stuff with Fender and additionally did some, some more stuff with Gibson where he worked with Billy Gibson's of ZZ Top. So if you haven't watched this, uh, Jason Momoa is an absolute nut for rock and metal. He loves guitar and bass. He plays both. Uh, I think he considers himself a little more of a bass player. And I think he's even jumped on stage and played some bass with people. So Carl Drogo plays bass. Don't know if you knew that. But uh, go check out his show. I found it enjoyable. You might like the rest of it. It does feel like a 30-minute advertisement for his clothing brand because he's definitely wearing his clothes that he sells in the show. And his, like, you know, my adventure... Uh, Satchel, Indiana Jones has one, but, uh, you know, at the same time, it's beautifully shot and he seems very sincere, uh, and really excitable about music. He does love music. He does love musicians. And the show is basically a celebration of his influences and in artisans and people. Uh, it's what he gets off on. So check it out unless you hate him and then don't. 
All right. Uh, it was Cliff Burton Day on the 10th of February, uh, celebrating the would have been the 62nd birthday of Cliff Burton. And uh, Super 7 has now put out a second Ultimates version of the Cliff. This is the, I think this is from a poster, uh, supposed to be uh, maybe not Ride the Lightning Error Cliff, but maybe it's like uh, Master of Puppets Error Cliff. Uh, these things are awesome. I have three of them, uh, three different ones, Ghost, Papa Mertis one, Lemmy, and the first Cliff one, which at some point I will unbox on the show. I haven't got around to it yet. These are on for pre-order now. They put out a recent, smaller, re cheaper, and more affordable reaction figure if you want. Super 7, not too far from my house. Very dangerous. I have to stay away from there. Also, also, they did a five-and-a-half-hour live stream on Saturday from the Cabot Theater in Castro Valley, where Cliff is from, in the East Bay of San Francisco. Uh, I'm a big fan of these things. They've been doing it for seven or eight years in a row. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the guy who hosts, who's a music blogger and super fan of Metallica. And then he talks to like Cliff's family and friends. His father, Ray Burton, passed away. He was a beloved member of the Metallica family. But uh, yeah, Cliff, man, uh, one of my hugest influences uh, forever and ever. All right. Uh, also, also on the Metallica news, at least it wasn't at the top of the show like usual, uh, they released two more episodes of their Blackened Whiskey video series where they hang out with master distiller Rob Dietrich and talk about how they make the whiskey. I got to meet Lars and Rob Dietrich uh, here in San Francisco at a bottle signing in November. Now I can't drink the bottle. Oh, well, but uh, maybe someday. And uh, I've interviewed Rob. That's here also here on YouTube. I'll link it in the description. Definitely check it out. Uh, really interesting stuff if you're interested in how booze is made. Uh, this is really great. Another friend to the show, Alan Robert of Life of Agony, has announced his latest book. You know him from his adult comic uh, coloring books, his own series, the uh, horror, the the beauty of horror, and now he's doing the official Beetlejuice adult coloring book. He's a huge Beetlejuice fan. Alan's a phenomenal artist. You know, you've seen his artwork, the Life of Agony logo. Uh, Life Agony merch, merch for other bands, so uh, shirts, posters, etc. His own comic book line from IDW, Killogy, which was phenomenal. So uh, yeah, Beetlejuice coloring book, if that's your thing. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I guess there's a Beetlejuice sequel being made. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I'm kind of... So most of these updates, reboots, and sequels are not good. I am very excited for the new Ghostbusters film. Frozen Empire, but I don't know if I want or need a new Beetlejuice movie. I'm gonna be honest. Just just my two cents as a geek. All right. Uh John for Cowboy's new album, their comeback album, Moon Healer, the, the sequel to 2014's Sun uh uh Sun Eater, sorry, is coming out next week. We ran our review today. So go head to the site. I'll link it in the description. Written by my my homie, Tim Ledden, writer for Ghost Cult. It's a phenomenal album. Just take it from me. I'm probably going to do a video for it next week here on the channel if you're watching. And it'll pop up on some of the other socials. Uh, I've heard this thing. It is phenomenal. Phenom arguably already like my album of the year. And it's only February. We'll see. There's a lot of stuff to come out yet. But uh, it is exceptional. Go check out our review. That would really help us out. 
Also, also, this is a bummer. Uh, no Cure had a van accident, so they put out a quick merch drop to help them make up make up some money to either get a new van or get their van repaired. Um, we hate to ask for help, but this is where we're at right now. Van is totaled. Um, and they put out this really quick merch line. No Cure doesn't dial 911 with a switchblade. I think they have hoodies that have like printed on studs, which I think is fun. Uh, deathmetalhottopic.com is their website if you can donate. Uh, they also have a, uh, you know, a really funny, another fun shirt or two. I don't really like the pullover hoodies. I'm really a zip-up hoodie dude. Uh, what about you? Do you prefer? I don't like the pullovers, but maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, here is While She Sleeps. They announced a new album today. And dropped the killer video in a new single. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, the new song is called To the Flowers. And the album is called Self Hell. Pre-orders are live now. Probably one of the best metalcore bands in the world. I got to cover them once or twice. Really fun. I would love to interview them when the time comes. I have interviewed like every other big metalcore band. Uh, and I did interview them one time for the podcast. So I would love to get together with them on video. We'll see what happens. We're almost done with the show. We're down to the last uh, couple of bits. And Bob's Record Store Day has been announced. And uh, we're going to do a much bigger Record Store Day post on our website soon. And we're going to probably make predictions ahead of the, the week of and really guide you. But uh, some of the big ones, Craft Recordings always does these amazing reissues. They sent me a bunch last year that I unboxed on this show and other places like the Galatian Musical Podcast. Um, and some of the big ones, Craft Recordings is putting out at the drive-in, Greatest Hits of Filter, and I think um, a Jane's Addiction or a Stone Temple Pilots. But also, we just found out, here's some more record, stay to, uh, record store day stuff. Corey Taylor, other than Asia, is on a touring hiatus, but he is putting out a compilation for Record Store Day of covers and alternate takes and some live stuff. Uh, it sounds like fun. Some of these covers are pretty badass. And then this one blew my mind. Speaking of uh, speaking of Bad Brains, Scooter, uh, GBI is a new supergroup from Dave Grohl, Charlie Benante, and Scott Ian. You know Dave Grohl is everywhere from Foo Fighters and formerly of Nirvana. And you know Charlie and Scott from Anthrax. They Anthrax is making their new album in Studio 606, which is owned by Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl showed up one day to hang out. And they talked about doing some covers, and they covered The Regulator by Bad Brains. Uh, proceeds do go to HR, who's got some health problems right now. And uh, I'm really excited to hear this. I'm really excited. They apparently did it in two takes. And you know that Grohl has a real hardcore punk background from his time growing up in the DC hardcore scene. Um, I couldn't. I'm very excited to hear this. I love that it's like CBGB, um, FG. 606 is, you know, instead of 315, really, really clever on a lot of levels. The red, green, and yellow. So smart. Just so, so smart. Um, I'm really pumped for this. Anybody else got any questions on the tick of the talk? Doesn't look like it. Somebody's trying to call me. Sorry, homie. I can't pick up the phone. Love you, though. Um, so, yeah, there's that. It's pretty killer. Uh, Kitty. 
one of the biggest stories of the week, actually. Kitty finally released their comeback single. They had played a brand new song over at Sick New World Fest a year ago. But now they released their brand new song. It streamed first on Sirius XM. And then they dropped it on the site that is uh, Eyes Wide Open. It's brutal. It's got the black metal influence they were doing about 10 years ago. It's got like grooves that sound like Machine Head or, uh, you know, Pantera. Uh, really killer. Very original. Great video. Holy hell. I think it was directed by Tom Flynn, who's phenomenal. And uh, they signed to Sumerian Records, which is a big deal because Kitty is a band they probably, you know, didn't make the most money in their career. And uh, I'm really stoked for them to eventually announce a new album or an EP or something. I believe it's a whole album. They're recording with Nick Raskulinitz, who you know from his work with Foo Fighters and Alice in Chains and STP and Pearl Jam. So that's a big deal. This will be a big record, a huge record. And Nick comes from like a metal, you know, a heavy metal background before he did all this alternative rock and grunge. So just throwing that out there. And I know Pearl Jam announced a new album this week, and I just I had to cut some things from the show just in the interest of time. We're already over an hour, almost done here, folks. Uh, this is pretty funny. Uh, this meme, uh, you know, Carrie King dropped his new single and album announcement last week. Big announcement with his band. A lot of drama. I love Carrie. I really hope to interview Carrie. I love Slayer. We're doing Slayer on the Glacially Musical Podcast. If you're interested in an album by album breakdown, all the we're going all the way up through uh, Divine Intervention. And uh, the third episode will air tonight after this show is over. And, uh, you know, Kerry, who's doing a bunch of press, talking shit on his former bandmates, he said last week, infamously, Dave Lombardo is dead to me. I've never talked to him again. Uh, so this meme showed up with, you know, similar artwork to Kerry's album. And it says, uh, you know, Kerry King is dead to me too. But then he dropped the hammer on Tom. So, like, I, I mean, uh, I know they weren't getting along at the end. So he has not talked to Tom Araya at all. Not a text, not a Christmas card, nothing. Not a not a meme, nothing. Not talked to Tom Araya. They walked off stage at the last Slayer show and have never spoken again. Ouch. That's five years ago almost, guys. Four and a half years. Four, four and a quarter years. It's still too much time. Life's too short. Don't do it. I don't expect them to get back together for any amount of money, but like, ow. Then he was like, oh, you know, I play bass on like every Slayer record. Tom can't play bass. Well, he did it live. What do you mean Tom can't play bass? Like, what? I played on every, I played bass on every record. It's like, is that even if he did? Even if he did. I know, um, you know, we got an interview coming up with Max Cavalera. Uh, I'm on good terms with the Sepultura guys, Andreas and Derek and Paolo. I know Max once said like, oh, you know, Paolo never played bass ever on a Sepultura record until Roots, until, until Ross made him play. Even if it's true, why would you say something like that to hurt them? I, I think, you know, I'm not shitting on Max. Max is a reason to be, you know, angry. But it just kind of, and it's the same thing. I guess Kerry has his reasons to shit on Tom, but I don't, I don't know. Is it necessary? Promote the good shit that this new album is coming out and you got this killer band. I, I'm so excited to hear more songs with Mark Asageda sticking songs that Kerry King wrote. And I love Death Angel. And I'm really excited that, that they, you know, he's not leaving Death Angel. Or anything. Anyway, I just thought this was funny. This is this was a little more important news to me than a few other things that I left out, like the Pearl Jam record. What do you think? Uh, this is amazing. This is uh, my homie prefers to hide in the dark. Paul 
is in this band. Uh, we were both members, one-time members of Salt and Wounds, maybe still. I'm not sure. Mike, you let me know if I'm still a member. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're ever coming back, but who knows? We do have some stuff recorded that has never come out. And they dropped a cover, a Dream Theater cover on YouTube Voices. Prefer, prefers to hide in the dark is a band, progressive metal band from New York City, progressive rock, progressive metal. And Voices is a great song. So it's kind of like a cover, a cover and a playthrough video that you can watch. I'm going to link this in the descriptions. I'm really proud of my homie. This is really great. Guy is really talented. Band is really great incredible singer maybe like maybe they need to get this guy to step in for labrie cheese at some point but uh i you know i love dream theater but so sometimes i'm like i used to sing i'm like ooh, james i'm, I'm kind of over it bro deicide is dropping a new record we've been talking a lot about that they shared a new single it's officially out on friday but you can hear it now sever the tongue people are shitting on this album artwork we're going to talk about some album artwork bullshit in a minute um, you know, does it look kind of AI? Does it look a little churlish and not adult? I don't know. Um, you know, has Deicide had great album covers except for a couple? I'm not even sure if you can say they have more than two great album covers. Um, yeah, well, and, and then just so following up on this story, this, this speaking of things that grind my gears, so uh, Unleash the Archers. Yep, Salt of Wounds. Ducks in the Gunk, for those that know. Um, so here's Unleash the Archers, right? Uh, beloved band, modern, incredible, thrash, progressive metal, some, sometimes symphonic metal. They could do death metal stuff if they want to. Brilliantly talented, award-winning. Two albums in a row, two concept albums in a row that are kind of you know joined at the hip. Really beautiful career arc so far. They announced their new album and Phantoma, which is about AI and AI's increasing, um, you know, prevalence in our society. And they did kind of an, they used an artist, but they did an AI influenced album cover. And I didn't show it here, but people are mad and people have called us out for, it's news. We're just reporting the news. There were some people on, Twitter or X shitting on us for sharing the story. Like if you share AI stories, you're bad. It's like, it's news. The band is not the bad guy here. AI is not the bad guy. Actually your resistance and your fear that AI is going to replace everybody with work. And I agree that we're in a, we've seen a massive amount of layoffs and a lot of people over relying on AI and people using AI to do these videos and things like that. It's lazy. It's shitty. And you should pay creators. I know we're a mostly volunteer website, but we, paid for our logo. We pay people to help us build our website. We pay people to help us maintain our website. And uh, I don't really make any money doing this. I do this because I love music and I love bands and I love metal and rock. But to shit on us for covering a news story, you know, we did the Guns N' Roses did a completely AI music video, Possessed this year. I agree. I agree. Technology has always displaced labor. Uh, you know, I have a business management undergrad degree and I studied under one of the most legendary auto factory managers of all time. And he was a little wonderful guy, brilliantly smart and taught me a lot about business. But he was like, yeah, my my uh, factories never needed a union because I took good care of everybody. I'm like, I'm not so sure they would all agree with that looking back on it now, but maybe I hope so. He was a sweet guy and really smart. And I learned a lot about running, running businesses and, sh and stuff from him. 
but you also can't fear the change. They said that about cell phones. They said that about electric cars. They said it about airplanes. They said it about computers. Like, I agree, you should pay artists to do your artwork. You shouldn't just have an AI thing. But like their album concept is about AI. And don't shit on us. We're the messenger. We're just sharing the news to help uplift this band. It's a shitty thing for another DIY musician in a related genre to shit on these guys. I think it sucks. Uh, and, and that person's not going to watch this. Who The people who are commenting, they're not going to watch this. They don't care about us enough to watch my show. But, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand. Love you, Possessed, by the way. Love you to pieces. Um, there was a really, uh, I'm not a humongous fan of Finn McKenty anymore, but I watched his video on Primus. And of course, Larry Lalonde was a uh, early founding member of Possessed. And he gave Possessed a little shout out in there and props to Larry as one of like, literally helped invent death metal riffs. Uh, I can't even imagine what goes on in that guy's brain when he plays guitar. It's probably like, I'm playing tiddlywinks and he's playing chess. Uh, anyway, moving moving the news along as we try to get this show done. Deftones uh, have partnered up with a tequila brand. You know, they know, they're known for their beers. Now they're moving into tequila. I think they have some sober guys in the band, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm, no I'm not mad at anybody for uh, make that money, if you can make that money. Yeah, Larry is wonderful, man. He's wonderful. Uh, Another huge story. I, I don't know why I saved it for close to the end. Uh, Should have did that for the clicks. If I cared about the clicks, I would have had this at the top. Sleep Token, one of the most controversial bands, but arguably one of the most growingest bands in the world uh, for mixing underground metal and R&B, basically, have signed to RCA Records. This is the record label of Foo Fighters and uh, Three Days Grace, like huge bands. Arena, maybe not Arena, Foo Fighters, Arena's, Festival headliner, uh, Three Days Grace, definitely headlining some, you know, big theaters, at least, if not amphitheaters and festivals, second bill on the festivals. Sleep Token signed a new record deal. They got this huge, extensive tour all over the world this year. Uh, maybe they'll have a new record on RCA later this year, probably most likely next year sometime. But uh, just more stuff for people to get mad at. Uh, maybe they'll displace some of that anger they have for Ghost onto sleep token but whatever uh congratulations they worked so hard uh their former labor labor label their former label did not do a bad job with them they did a great job with them they got to, to this moment the most streamed metal band of 2023 more than metallica even but at the same time onto a bigger label means they're going to be even in movies and commercials and television and everywhere so if you hate them now get ready the onslaught is just beginning i warned you i warned you also, also, Enter Shikari, uh, we have an interview coming up with them still as we roll out the rest of our uh, Riot Fest coverage. I got to hang out with them at Riot Fest. Wonderful set there. Great metalcore band that includes like electronica and sort of, uh, you know, like sort of indie alternative dance music. They are live streaming one of their current headline tour shows of Europe from Brussels on Monday the 19th, free on YouTube. So if you love the band, you can check it out. I think that's really cool. Remember during the pandemic era, at first everybody was live streaming and it was for free. And then a couple of bands figured out like, you know, if we make this like an exclusive thing, we can make some money from this, which was really smart. And the technology wasn't always there, but now it is uh, actually funny enough that we don't need it anymore. Hopefully we never need it again. Cause if I have to go another 500 days without uh, a concert, I'm going to like, 
on a live myself. Probably not. Sorry. I'm probably going to get demonetized now that I said that. And I said demonetized also. But uh, it was hard. It was hard for bands. I'm sure it was hard for you, uh, Jeff, and Possessed. I'm, I know it was hard for everybody. But it was. Uh, I went to shows when I lived in Brooklyn before all this happened and before I moved to California. I went to shows like four nights, five nights a week. Never stop stopping. Uh, this is Hot Water Music. Uh, you know them best. Uh, Chuck Reagan is their front man. Uh, killer and incredible post-hardcore band. They dropped two singles today and announced a new album. They're pretty much always on tour. Either Chuck is a solo artist or the band. Uh, just to clarify, they are signed to Equal Vision Records and End Hit Records and Cooking Vinyl. The new album is called Vows. And they dropped two new songs, Menace and Burn Forever, along with some videos. They have a 30th anniversary tour coming up soon with Quicksand. Uh, I think we have some Quicksand news coming up in a minute. Also, also, Health. Uh, Health is one of the top 20 albums of the year for Ghost Cult last year. They just dropped a cover of Deftones Be Quiet and Drive, like as a reimagined industrial metal thing. Actually, if you like Sleep Token, you probably would love this cover of Be Quiet and Drive by Deftones. And then on top of that, uh, Health just rebroadcast their live stream concert live in Berlin. I think you can watch it right now. It's about 38 minutes. It's free on YouTube on the Health I, I think you can still watch it. Um, let's see if it's uh, still up. Because I watched it earlier today. Yep, it's still uh, it's still streaming. So they rebroadcast it. It's unlisted, but if you go to their social media, they've got a link to it. Uh, maybe I'll link it in the description. I hope they keep it up. It's really great. Great band. New, new album, Rat Wars, out now. Uh, this is really great. A year ago in Brooklyn in the spring of 2023, Black Metal Rainbows is a new book. And an organization uh, meant to uplift uh, LGBTQ plus uh, community members in black metal and underground metal. And they had a concert. And for Valentine's Day, which I thought was really awesome, there was some corny shit out for Valentine's Day. And it was some fun stuff. This was one of the cooler things. They live streamed the entire concert that was unavailable except for fan videos. You can now go to, I mean, we'll link this also. Uh, Black Metal Rainbow is a killer book. It's got a lot of passages written by important artists, allies, and members of the community. And, uh, you know, lots of fun there. Uh, fantastic book, fantastic organization, and uh, killer video. Uh, Imperial Triumphant was the headliner, by the way. So if you, even if you don't care about the cause, the Imperial Triumphant live performance. So pretty good. Uh, Imperial Triumphant, uh, it's not kind of a full news item here, but they put out a new deluxe version of their new album or last album, Via Luxury, which you can stream everywhere now. Uh, this is Sonic Universe, a new supergroup from Corey Glover of Living Color, friend to the show, friend to Ghost Cult. And Mike Orlando, you know him from Adrenaline Mob. Corey, of course, Living Color and Disciples of Verity. First single came out, It Is What It Is. They got a new album coming out. Uh you know, a lot of these supergroups are not often very super, but this is really, yeah, Corey is wonderful and he could sing anything. And Mike is a pretty killer guitar player. So I have high hopes for this one. Heard the first song, like the first song, first video, right out of the gate, real cool. Uh, speaking of Valentine's Day, not necessarily rock or metal, but a guy who's rock or metal adjacent, uh, Bob Wayne put out a new single, She Cut the Break Lines in time for Valentine's Day with uh, country and rock singer Rosie, uh, just Rosie. 
And uh, Bob Wayne's awesome. Someday I would like to interview him again. Uh, about 10 years ago, we chatted. He's a huge metalhead. Uh, and he is on tour in Europe all spring. So uh, shout out to Bob Wayne. Be safe out there on the road, brother. Kind of outlaw country. It's not for everybody, but it's definitely for me. All right, almost done. Either this is a huge joke, you know, fool me once, fool me twice, fool me 10 times. Blake Judd and Nakmistium are apparently back. Uh, out of nowhere, he dropped a demo on YouTube of a new song. It's quite long and lengthy. I listened for about a minute. That's about all I could do. And, uh, you know, Blake infamously, Nakmistium was one of these bands over 10 years ago, like one of the most hype black metal, American black metal bands from the vaunted Midwestern scene of the U.S., Chicago, Minneapolis, Indiana, Milwaukee. And then, you know, Blake ran into some trouble, you know, had his personal issues in general, but also uh, sold a lot of merch and uh, wasn't able to deliver that merch, which, you know, makes fans really angry, especially in bad economic times. Um, supposedly, he launched a new, he also, not supposedly, he launched a new merch store that also is ship, print on demand. So maybe that'll help him where he's not shouldering the burden of, you know, he can just make music and not worry about things. But I'd welcome him to come back musically. I do think he kind of doubled down on, uh, you know, kind of defending himself and treating fans not great, but it bears watching if this, if he comes out with new music, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It could be great. It could be terrible. Uh, same, same, you're in the same boat as, uh, um, winter sun. It's hard to trust you after, you know, how, how many times can I trust somebody? All right. We're almost done. Uh, Whom Gods Destroy, another super group. Uh, their new album, Insanium, is coming out. They just dropped a video for this song. This is sick. This is Derek Sherenian and Bumblefoot, who used to be in Sons of Apollo together, and uh, Dino Jelosic, or Jelosic, who is the singer. Uh, I am supposed to interview Bumblefoot soon to talk about this album, but I just wanted to get this on your radar. A lot of, a lot of you know, we kind of have a cool open society right now where all these bands can kind of hang out and make music together. It's pretty great. I think it's pretty great. We got like 15, 20 people watching. I really appreciate every one of you that has made it this far. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. I don't, you know, this is out of my night. I still have to take more meds, check my blood pressure again, go make dinner. Nine o'clock here on the West Coast. It's already Friday. Happy Friday, East Coasters. Uh, this is the feel good story of the day. This is, uh, you know, of course, you know, Maddie Watkins of year of the knife year of the knife was in a horrific, horrific van, van crash, um, last year. And, uh, she's had a very long road to recovery and now they have played their very first show, not as year of the knife, but their side band, uh, which is damnation's domain. Interesting name. They played a death metal show in Delaware, where they're from. They play a lot in New Jersey, Delaware, and Philly. Oh, that show took place at the gutter in Philadelphia. Sorry. And um, Maddie is on bass, and you can see pictures of her playing bass. We don't know. I know Year of the Knife has rehearsed at their studio space. We don't know if they're going to come back as a touring band. They did put out an amazing album last year, No Love Lost, on Pure Noise Records. And if you buy that record... A lot of the money still goes to Maddie's, you know, recovery. She's going to be work at five. Hey, Nassau. Hey, what's up? 5 a.m. over there in Scotland. Cheers. Thanks for being here. 
Not sure if you're up late or up early, but thank you. Cheers for being here with us. So it's not beer, but it's a, a seltzer. All right. Almost done. Thanks for hanging in there with us. This is taking a long time. Uh, this is my homie, Peter Wilson. You know him best from four trips ahead. Peter was recently seen on our KISS end of their career roundtable. Uh, he was brilliant in his insights. He's got a new solo album coming out on Dr. Music Promotions. Uh, Freedom's Door, the single and lyric video is out now. Peter's incredible. He's got a great voice, great musician. Uh, four Trips Ahead is also apparently working on new music. I hope to catch up with Peter for an interview. I believe the full album comes out April, early April. I don't want to misquote. And I hope to catch up with Peter very soon for a full interview on the channel. We've chatted with him a few times. Great guy. Great guy. Great talent. Uh, also, also, here's Quicksand. Quicksand. Hey, hello, sister. Quicksand uh, was on the radio station uh, WKXKEXP, which I think is in Seattle. And they did a four-song concert that just streamed on their YouTube. Uh, you know, I'm a massive quicksand fan. Got to see them last year. Talked again about Gorilla Biscuits at the top of the show. Walter Schreifels of Quicksand, Gorilla Biscuits, also Youth of Today, also of Rival Schools, played with three of those four bands at Riot Fest. Insane. I don't one band full set each each day. Different bands, different sets, full album sets too. Crazy. Walter, I love to I got to see him and give him a big hug. And I saw Sammy Siegler also of uh, Gorilla Biscuits and Civ, and I think one of the other, maybe rival schools also, and I got to give him a hug. I would love to interview Walter again someday. Good stuff. Big hero to me. Hopefully I don't fanboy out too much. All right, we're almost at the end of the show. We got the New Music Friday listicle, and then the mailbag, and then we go home. All right. Albums out this week. Just a snippet of them. The full list is on our YouTube in a video form and on our website in an even longer form with links to stream and buy. That's going to go live in a few hours. Albums out this week that you should definitely be checking out, buying, spinning, supporting. Bloom, Metalcore from Pure Noise Records. Maybe in Another Life is the album. Bocasa, one of the beloved bands by Ghost Cult in our whole career. All Out of Dreams is out on indie recordings, kind of stoner rock punk motorhead type of band. Blackberry Smoke, everybody knows, classic rock, blues-based rock and roll. Be right here on Three-Legged Records, 30 Tigers, country, blues rock, if you will. Eternal Storm, a giant bound to fall, progressive, mellow death metal, melodic death metal on Transcending Obscurity, killer underground label. Isan, the great from Emperor, with his new album, uh, self-titled. Not only does he have a full metal album, he has a full orchestral score for that album, with no vocals, just the orchestral score. Incredible. Check it out. Uh, Laura Jane Grace from Against Me, another solo record, Hole in My Head on Big Scary Monsters, kind of alternative folk punk and punk rock stuff. I'm working on a review of that right now. Mother Mother, Grief Chapter on Warner Music, kind of alternative pop rock music. The Obsessed, Wino Weinrich, the great stoner doom legend from a bunch of bands, and The Obsessed, Gilded Sorrow out on Ripple Music. Pestilength, we gave very high marks to their album Solar Chlorex on Debemor Morty Records. They are pure death metal. Uh, see you next Tuesday. People keep sending me this band. A lot of fun. Kind of grindcore, industrial, hardcore, 
Kitchen Sink Metal, I like to call them. Their new album, Relapses, is going to be out on Good Fight Records, mostly known for punchy, punchy hardcore bands, but they're good. Shooting Daggers, Love and Rage on New Heavy Sounds, another UK punk hardcore band. And Sundrifter, who we have another interview coming up with soon, probably hopefully in a few weeks. Their album is out tomorrow. An earlier time, great concept record on Small Stone Records, and that's your Desert Scene Stoner Rock and Metal. There are many more releases out tomorrow. There are two tons of records out next week, like 100 new metal records out on February 23rd. So definitely like and subscribe to Ghost Cult. Get that list early in the week. We run our, our video usually Sunday because we used to do it on Friday, and then everybody copied us. Shit that comes out today and whatever kind of stole our... Uh, our thing so we flex by running our list we run a preview early in the week and then we run the full list on fridays and it's also part of our newsletter if you wanted to come right to your inbox so you know what to listen to just throwing it out there you can get ahead of the game you get ahead of everybody if you want to all right it's time for the mailbag why do you always wear black because i'm metal af i love this meme probably going to use this meme in our newsletter this week all right and you can sign up for our newsletter one more plug for that in our description Help us out. In the mailbag this week, um, not doing a lot of record shopping to start the year. Some of my pre-orders are starting to show up, including my Chelsea Wolf. I haven't listened to it yet, but it came. And then uh, I ran to my favorite bookstore in San Francisco, the Thrill House Records in the Mission District, after my doctor's appointment, my follow-up at the hospital. And I wasn't really buying anything, but I went and browsed their zines and books, and they had this awesome used book on sale. And this is a book I did not have in my collection that I missed when it came out. And this is the Lemmy biography, the definitive biography by uh, the great Mick Wall. And uh, I have read White Line Fever, and of course, lo I love the Lemmy documentary. And uh, I have never read this before, so I'm going to dig into this. I'm finishing my punk rock book right now about Bay Area punk, and then I'm going to read this next for my next enjoyable reading. If there's a music book or a music biography you love, drop a comment. Maybe if I haven't read it, it'll be a suggestion for me to pick up next. And that's the book. I was going to toss it, but I'm not going to toss it. Because um, that's going to be going to go flying. Uh, all right. That's the show. That is actually the show. I was just getting some shit for what a long stream this is. Yeah, man, hour and... 30 minutes. So we did a long one this week. And a lot of you hung in for the whole show, even after we lost Instagram. So uh, thanks so much. As TikTok is like, great job. You've been live for 90 minutes. I'm going to go collapse now. Uh, now I'm going to take my meds and, and eat dinner. Um, thanks for being here. I really appreciate everybody for hanging in for this entire show. A lot of you stayed the whole show. Thank you so much. It means a real lot to me. As we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the world. So you got to take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And stay as metal as humanly possible. I am Keefe. Happy Friday. Have a safe and great weekend. And we'll see you on the interwebs soon. Peace, y'all.